Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Bring it six. Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps have you covered everything everything when it comes to the Cavaliers. Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs, they've got amazing stories about basketball all over the world, including their last podcast where they talked about um, Coach Fratello taking his team when he was with the Atlanta Hawks to Russia. So don't miss the next episode of Basketball Gold, our newest podcast. Subscribe now and look for two episodes each week on the free Odyssey app. That's right, Basketball Gold. When Coach joined us clark, clark, clark. and talked about his time in Russia and Ukraine and coaching over there and all of that stuff, that was outstanding, that interview that you guys did with Mike Fratella and him just talking about all of his you – know, just and it was, it was right when Brittany Griner was released, and it was just outstanding and so many cool stories and that stuff. So I, I have not listened to the pod quite yet. It is downloaded, waiting for me to get some time to listen to it. But I'm sure it's fantastic. Dan, would you want a soccer pod? Can I just ask you that? Because, you know, when all these I, podcasts so, started coming about, you know, we had we, a lot of people pitched ideas. I would love to do a high school sports or youth sports one. We, we had talked about that initially. and That didn't go over as well as a Browns one because they figured more people would want to listen to the Browns one. But I think at some point that's going to have to happen. Youth sports corner needs a home. Permanent home. Yes. You going off. Yes. Just like Nick Chubb may have found a home in Cleveland, and he is live in Berea from the podium right now. Or whatever, so we'll be ready. How do you prepare for it? Oh, I guess you really can't, honestly. But <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Can't do anything about it. Perfectly suited for you, though, running the ball? I guess we'll see. Um, I know you go sleeveless in practice. Like, Would you do that if it's minus 10 wind chill on Sunday Saturday? Uh, yeah, it wouldn't change anything for me. Is it? I know you're wearing gloves and all, but... Is it difficult to 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 grip the ball firmly when it's ten degrees when blowing? I, I don't know. <laughs> Guess we'll find out Saturday. Nick, yeah. when you came here from Georgia, the first time you experienced in Northeast Ohio winter, was it kind of like, wow, this is pretty cold? It was different. I feel like it hasn't been as cold as it has been my first couple of years here until this weekend. But it was definitely different. But I mean, you 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 get used to it, or you find a way to adapt to it. Have you ever played in a bitter cold game like that before? I don't think so. 
do, do you even think about it though once you're out there playing? I mean, I'm sure you go on the sideline, but once you're on the field, like running, like, do you even think about it? Not at all. Not a big deal. Those big hooded things you guys wear on the sidelines, are they warm? They're, they keep you warm. Yeah. And uh, this kind of weather kind of encourages a ground game game plan. Yeah, like that idea, don't you? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I feel the you know the Ravens were really are really good at mm -hmm. stopping the run. I mean they came in like second in the league. Just how good did it feel after the couple weeks you had before to really get the ground game going against a team that was really good mm -hmm. at stopping the run? Yeah, it felt good. I mean I thought our O line blocked amazing all night. Um outside receivers blocking well too. Uh, they, they did a great job. They worked hard all week, uh to for us to get back to where we are as a running team. And I thought we did some great things on the ground. Nick, how much of an adjustment was it going to, for the run game when the switch to Deshaun was made just because there's more shotgun, more of the zone read stuff? Uh, it's not a bit dead at all. I think um, it's just a different way of viewing things. But, yeah, I mean, Deshaun, he's able to uh, do things out the gun or in the center, so he's a great quarterback. So it doesn't really make a difference to me about how we run the ball. It doesn't? So mm -hmm. under center, shotgun, you're good with mm -hmm. whatever? Ethan is coming back. He does need to return. Um, what did he mean to you guys when he was out there? And whatever he does come back, what will that do for you guys? Yeah, I mean, he's a great player, obviously. I mean, um, he, he played this shit without, you know, thinking he was going to play with Nick going down. I thought he stepped up and was huge for us, and it would be great to have him back. You lead the league in fourth, or fourth quarter rushing yards. Like, how important is that to you to still be strong at the end of games when it's you know needed the most? That's just how our team is, you know, fourth quarter when it's time, we have a chance to win the game and we have to run the ball out, you know, that's what we're going to do and everybody knows it. So that's what we hang our hat on and big guys are front, uh, up front, very physical and they, they, they open up holes for me. Do you have the rushing title inside? Is it on your mind at all and, and how much would you like to, to get that? Not really on my mind, you know, like I said, I just, I do what I do. I work hard and if it comes to me, it comes to me. So not, not really thing I focus on. What about the <coughs> Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl games or whatever it is they're doing this year? What would it mean for you to uh, be announced as a, a Pro Bowler again this week? I mean, obviously, it'd be a, you know, it'd be it'd be nice to have that, but I'm worried about you know being here with my teammates and finding a way to win and you know hopefully carrying on after the regular season. What did Jarvis mean to you when he was your teammate? Oh, yeah, that's my guy. You know, Jarvis taught me a lot. Um, I came here as a young rookie, and you know he was Jarvis Landry, and I mean just on the field, off the field, everything. He's always there for me. Uh, for me. Um, a great person, great player, a great leader. Um, yeah, he, he 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 was a big part of me being who I am on a, in football. You think you guys missed him? Just his presence here? Uh, for sure. I mean, um, definitely. We had Jarvis here. You know, it'd be amazing. You know, he was a, a great player, great teammate. We all loved him. Nick, just with Jarvis, I guess, like, how much of a culture tone setter was he in the locker room in this organization? Yeah, he was huge. I mean, as a rookie, I, I came in, he was here, and just hearing how he talked and how he carried himself definitely changed my perspective on how to you know, be a pro here. And I think he had a big um, impact on the culture around here. What, uh, what do you remember about the contagious speech that, mm -hmm. that he delivered that year? Yeah, I mean, I, I was young. Everything was you know, happening so fast. But I remember the video, and, I mean, he just – I mean, what he said was true. I mean, if, you, if you're healthy, you can practice. If you, you know – you, you should, you know, things need to change around here. And ever since then, things have changed. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot to do with what Jarvis did here. I know something, I'm something. Uh, Nick, a lot of players, you know, veterans get rest days like today or tomorrow. But you don't seem to take those. Why, um, why is practicing every day so 
important to you? Uh, I mean, I just feel like if, you know, uh, what I do in a game, that I need to do it during the week. So that's a big part of me. But everyone's different. Everyone works through injuries or hurt um, different ways. And, you know, how, however you however you feel, you need to take it to get to game day. That's what you should do. Did the departure of a guy like Jarvis reinforce for you that even though you guys develop these relationships and bonds, this is a business, uh, you know, bottom line, and you have to deal with, you know, the departure of guys like that. And yeah, I've always understood that. Even as a Rick, I understood it's a business. And, you know, your time anywhere can be limited. So I never... I never get stuck anywhere in my mind. So. Nick, you end up with 99 yards against the Ravens. I know no one keeps track on the bench, but when you find out you were one yard short of 100, you say, damn, I wish you would have known that. Uh, maybe. I mean, it was a no-mile situation, so I could have you know, got one more yard and went down. But, you know, it is what it is. I know you've talked about looking forward to playing with Deshaun. Now that you've We've had three games with him. Just how good do you think this offense can be when he is completely comfortable? Yeah, he's special. He's a special player. I mean, he makes um, he makes crazy plays, and I think it's more about us kind of getting to his level because he wants us to do certain things and that we haven't ever done. So I think I think he's he's a great player, and you know, once we get on the same page completely, it'll be really good for us. Thank you. Nick Chubb, his press conference in Berea. We'll go out back to Berea here in a moment. Um, I was just looking at Nick Chubb's numbers. Josh Jacobs leads the league with uh, just under 1,500 yards at uh, 1495. Derrick Henry's second at 1303. And then Nick Chubb is third at 1252. It is interesting, though. I mean, Nick has like 50 less attempts than those guys. Derrick Henry has 296 attempts, and Nick only has 252. Josh Jacobs has. 291 and then Henry and Chubb are also tied for the lead with touchdowns at 12 and Nick leads the league in carries over 20 yards and he's got 12 on that so that's I mean very impressive stuff although Derrick Henry has three runs of more than 40 yards he also missed some time I believe too this season yeah Henry Nick, did. you're saying Nick or Henry oh Derrick Henry, Henry. Oh, I was like, okay I think he I did like, I'm trying to remember and Nick has the least amount of fumbles among the top three guys there. Uh, Jacobs has two. Henry has three. And Nick has one. Okay. Um, I don't know. Would you, I mean, a lot of questions. I think we're going to hear a lot of this today, too, when we dip into these press conferences um, about cold weather. What are you going to wear? Have you ever? I, I don't know how you can't wear sleeves, especially if they think it's going to be a blizzard. Put the sleeves on. Who cares? Derek Henry has not missed time this year. I apologize. Okay. I, I thought he did. I think so, but I wasn't going to argue with it because yeah. I trust you. I wouldn't do that. That's a terrible thing. Yeah, I know it is. That's why I trusted you. Uh, we're going to get a lot of that. I think the other one we're going to get a lot of, too, is the Jarvis Landry stuff. Uh, with Jarvis you know, being a part of the Saints organization and coming back to Cleveland and what he means for this organization and how he had a lot to do with the turnaround that took place after 0-16. Yeah, I, I'll go back to the day he was at a charity event and they interviewed him because I don't think he knew he was traded at that point. And they went to go talk to him about being traded, and he was like, well, all right, Cleveland. Okay. And it was it was clearly new news to him at that point. And he said, why not? He was like, why not? And it, it was so refreshing to hear someone come to Cleveland, and, and especially with the teams that we had, and say, why not? Why can't this team win? Teams win in the NFL all the time. And it was, it was just when he – when they got him, I thought he was a major factor in, in this team making the playoffs, this team having a good attitude. And then, you know, the separation between him and OBJ and 
and Baker didn't help any. I just it didn't the, the friendship didn't seem to be there the way it might have been in the beginning. Let's pop in for a little bit. Browns tight end David Njoku has stepped up to the podium. From South Florida. I was born in Jersey. Oh. Yeah, so I'm 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 used to, you know, the cold. However, that doesn't mean I like the cold, but on game days I don't really mind the cold. As you can probably tell I'm shirtless pregame every game, will you no, so that Saturday, minus 10? I will. Does that help you get used to the cold when you do that? Like quicker? It's more just like a mentality thing, you know. On on game day I feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it um You've played in some colder games here. Is it, is it harder to catch the ball when when the temperature drops below a certain level? It is what it is, you know. It's football. We're in the colds. It is what it is to me. Can you uh, talk about Jarvis Landry and, and what impact My guy, he had? For sure. On, you know, on this locker room and on mm-hmm. this on this team. I think he had a huge impact. I think he was one of the main reasons we got this thing turned around. Um, Along with obviously a few other players, but um, I, I got to give credit to him for the majority of it because you know he had the mentality, the mindset of winning, of you know pushing through adversity, and I feel like that rubbed on a bunch of players at the time uh, when he was here with other players that were here that aren't here anymore. I think that rubbed off on everybody, and we were just you know focused on you know pushing our limits. So yeah, were you disappointed then when he was released? Yeah, I mean, you know, in this in this business, you create a lot of relationships, some stronger than others, and you know, it's tough to see people that you really care about, you know, go somewhere else. But it's business, you know, it is what it is. Hey, I've seen you. All right, David Njoku speaking in Berea. We'll come back. We'll have more players from Berea. That is straight ahead on Baskin and Phelps with Dan Menigan. Two one six five seven eight double zero ninety two. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. Let's head back over to Berea. Here's Denzel Ward. Uh, and uh, David's a great player, too. He's been, he's been going out there and uh, making some great plays. Can you tell when guys are, are affected by the weather out there when it's a mm. Northeast Ohio cold day like it's going to be? I believe so, a little bit. You can kind of tell uh, the different people it might affect, but uh, we try not to focus on it. I don't think it would be a big issue for us. When you talk about Taysom Hill, when he – Lines up a quarterback. Like, do you have to treat him like a true quarterback? I know we had that big pass mm-hmm. the other day, um, but is that how you treat him? Yeah, I believe so. Yep. What's it like to try to defend a quarterback like Deshaun who can make those off-schedule plays, who everyone stays alive mm-hmm. at all times? How, how difficult? So you said defending against Deshaun. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll let those guys do their uh, research and, and scout scouting report on. I won't, won't, won't give any. A mobile quarterback like mm-hmm. that, that can keep. Uh, play alive and right. everyone's got to stay alive and mm-hmm. block forever. How difficult is that on a, on a defense to have mm-hmm. to do that? Yeah, I mean, it could be a, uh, pretty difficult. Uh, you just got to stay in coverage and um, lock onto your guy. Denzel, you I mean, going back to Jarvis, like how weird is it going to be to potentially have to defend him on, mm-hmm. on Saturday? Or are you looking forward to that, that part of it, mm-hmm. like actually competing against him if you get that chance? Yeah, definitely looking forward to competing against him. But uh, I think my main focus, team main focus, is uh, just trying to find a way to get a win, though. Not having the type of season that he's accustomed to, but mm-hmm. just what do you see from him when you watch the film? Uh, I got to watch some more film. I, I kind of been uh, checking out the receivers. I already checked uh, him out too much to really give a good, good description about him. Oh, the, the talk about the Jarvis speech was the hard knocks experience enjoyable for you or memorable? Mm-hmm. Or like nah, I mean I don't really care for all the cameras and and everything and the spotlight, but. Um, I don't know. It was okay. We are still talking about it five years later. <laughs> right, right. Yep. How about just, you know, last game, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely with a win. So that that would be good. So we can find a way to go out there and uh, get a win. I think that'd be a good send off. And on Christmas Eve. Definitely. All right. Thank you, guys. There you have it, Denzel Ward uh, speaking to the media. We got the tail end of that. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what kind of game he has. I I don't know what how the weather. I, I would think the weather is an advantage for defensive backs. What do you think? I don't know. I can't. I, I'm having trouble trying to figure out advantage, disadvantage, because a lot of questions about weather today uh, when it came to the players. If you're just joining in, and uh, again, just one more time, I want to remind you our press conferences are brought to you by Nissan of North Olmstead and I-90 Nissan and Sheffield Village. Shop online at bignissan.com. In fact, we have another press conference coming up at one o'clock. That'll be Kevin Stefanski or like one thirty, one twenty, one thirty, somewhere in there. Yeah, okay, in the one o'clock hour. So. Uh, we'll hear from them too. I mean, we, I mean, we listened to David and Joko for a little bit. We heard from Nick Chubb. We heard from Denzel Ward. I, I mean, the weather is what it is. I mean, we're yep. talking. I'm looking. We're watching TV here off the corner of our eyes too. They're again saying blizzard like um, could be blizzard like over the weekend. Could be power outages. Could be all kinds of stuff going on. There was a picture that one of the stations put out earlier this morning that was like showing how I think it was Fox Eight uh, showing how weird the weather pattern is over Lake Erie. It's like super bizarre so i guess we're just kind of bracing up for christmas snowmageddon i guess this weekend so this is gonna come off as being quite callous okay and i don't totally mean it to but i kind of do you can't control the weather there's nothing you could do about that Mm -hmm. not to mention you play football in cleveland ohio you signed up for this it's not like it's a hidden secret that there is a dome on top of that stadium or you were drafted into it or you were drafted into it again it's not like it's a hidden secret that it's an open air stadium Mm -hmm. so as much as we want to sit here and say oh the weather's going to do this the weather's going to do that this is what you signed up for like kevin stefanski signed up for this yeah alex van pelt signed up for this Mm -hmm. like denzel or deshaun watson Took the money for this. Yeah. He signed up for it. Yep. So as much as we want to sit here and say, well, the weather's going to bother you. You're going to do this with the weather. You knew it was coming. It's not like somehow the earth reversed rotation or something like that or started spinning a different direction to cause it not to happen. So, yeah, figure it out. When it comes to wind, wind, if you want to beat it passing, it's going to take arm strength. You're going to have to whip it. And if Deshaun Watson is ready to whip it, then, then yeah, it could be something. Andy Dalton has never exactly been known for his arm strength. Though he has played in open-air Cleveland before, and he's played in Cincinnati, and he's mm-hmm. played in Pittsburgh, and he's played in Baltimore. All places that get cold, all places that get wind. So is there an advantage for the defensive back? I mean, if you don't throw the ball, no. Throw the ball, depending on how hard you throw it, maybe. I don't. You might think that you might be able to have the opportunity to – Throw a couple more guys in the box if you think they're not going to throw. Right. That's the if whole. it's going to be run more, run more, yeah. run more, then, yeah, that's the case. The Saints are a funky team. They are they are a clearly flawed team, in a spe- and that flaw is that quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, Andy Dalton is meh at this point in his career. He's a backup quarterback throughout the league, and I, I continue to wonder when it comes to the Saints why they don't just throw Jameis back out there because I'd rather watch Jameis than at least I know Jameis has arm strength. I mean, it, it's – Sure, they'll have Taysom Hill out there and they'll do some silly, you know, different stuff with that. And Chris Olave's had a decent season. And, you know, it, it's they're banged up and their head coach looks like he's over his head. But they're I, in a division race because their division is awful. I'll give you the lock for the week 18 or more, Nick Chubb. That's all you need to know. 
And we'll see if that's the case when it comes to the wind and that stuff. Maybe that's the direction that both teams go is the ball just is, you know, we're just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and let's not tempt it. The only thing with running the ball, I is can't that see the Browns the- not running the ball. I, 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 just, I just don't see a Kevin Stefanski team. I don't care if the winds are 90 miles an hour. He's going to try to throw it. Don't you think he's going to be, they like to have a balanced attack. And, and I know we can all go Mike Leach 50% run and 50% pass is 50% stupid. Right. But they are a balanced team. They want to, they want to keep you guessing and they want to get that play action really working off of it because when you hand the ball off to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you're putting the ball in the hands of probably two of your six best playmakers on this team. So you want to put the ball in their hands. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to do that. Plus, again, I think Kevin Savansky will probably have an update at 130, so make sure you're listening here. If Ethan Posick is back, that opens up your run game even more. It because, helps, yeah. Yeah, that's one of those things that definitely was forgotten by a lot of Browns fans when it came to Yelda Froholt, and then all of a sudden the run game just wasn't what it was before then. I asked Mary Kay this before. I know this is kind of a little bit of a side topic of of this game up there, but, like, what's your must-go-to for clothing on a game like this? Like, I know that, like, I think about being a kid going to the game with my dad, and, you know, it was like, okay, three T-shirts, a sweatshirt, and then your winter jacket, and then, you know, you got to wear – like, we would, I, I know when I was a kid, my mom would make me wear my snow boots to the game, and we, I would go all the time because my dad was working down there. So – Oh, I'm just trying to think like the go-to. I do think Mary Kay is right. Those hand warmers, those things that like that sand that you smack together and then all of a sudden it becomes warm. I think those are uh, like 100% must do this weekend if you're going to a game like this. So the recommendation that I would give everyone. You going and, Carhartts? And maybe this is like me, maybe a personal thing and maybe it's more mental than anything else. Mm-hmm. If you could block the wind, you're not in bad shape. So if you could get any kind of windproof, glove or windproof tights or something along those way like I've got from working in a bike shop I have a pair of windproof cycling tights that are my best friends and you throw them on under your jeans oh my gosh it's fantastic because then you're just dealing with okay it's 35 out you know so you're still warm on top of it but Wait, are you saying like wear lululemon underneath your oh yeah man okay as I said, but I, it's a I pair think that material is great for for cold weather. It is a pair of windproof, waterproof cycling tights that I picked up six years ago, and they are phenomenal for mm. this kind of stuff. James wants in on this. James, what do you got? Face mask. You got to have something the full, to protect yeah, your face. I got I'm one of those too. too. That'll help for the wind because once your face kind of gets cold, you're kind of just stuck. It's, the, sell uh, it's hard to wear glasses though with a face mask, isn't it? Like I remember before I had LASIK, I just. It was tough, man. You know, and your glasses are always fogging up, and you're walking into walls. Oh wait, that was from having a couple of drinks before I went to the game. Sorry, yeah, your glasses are fogging up, and you're like, you get that condensation on your glasses. You're like, oh, this is ridiculous. Then the other question then would be, Dan, at what point would you walk out of the game? Browns by fourteen. Browns down fourteen. I I think this like, is the what is your top. What is your tolerance level to stay at a game when it's this cold? Uh, here's your better question. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's the other part, too. Yeah. I, if you're gone and you're at this game and Christmas Eve dinner is at your house or at your significant others and it's a big thing that's going on there, divorce might be on the table if you're picking the football game over the family on Christmas Eve. That's, yeah, but you know, we've known about this for weeks. Other. Oh, yeah. Come on. It's not you, like this game just kind of rolled up on you. You know right? how relationships work, though. Is in, in in September, it's fine. Right. 
in October. We'll eat late. It's fine. In November, in December, oh, you need to be here immediately. Oh, you need to be here because I got to get that ham in. We got to eat an early dinner. We got to make sure we hit church after that. There's no early dinner. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. You're toast. I know. We we graze on divorce. Yeah. Divorce might be on the table. Oh, come on. On this so, one, he's a little. So, he's a little no, no, he's dead on. There's a guy I know who works every Christmas Eve. Yeah, his wife just asked him, "Can't you be home?" And he's worked Christmas Eve like the last ten years. Right. So no, Dan is right. No, this yeah, but is a, she can't ask him like a week before. She asked him like four days ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. that's no, too late on her part. No, no. Uh-huh. See how that no, goes wait, over. No, in your let's house. tell you how it goes. The other, you should have known. I wanted you to be home Christmas Eve. Cold tolerance is a part of this. Grief tolerance also has a lot to do could with it. Could you imagine how much couch m- tolerance? Can you imagine how much money you would make if you had a machine that you could put on your head that would tell you what your spouse is thinking twenty four seven? I don't care how great your marriage is. If you knew that, that you would you'd be the richest person in the world. Scrooge McDuck diving in the coins. You should yep. have known. That's the worst line, man. You know you might as well. Like for me, it's like okay, well I'm just gonna go sleep with the dogs tonight because I know. How come you didn't know that? You should have thought ahead on that one. It was like, I didn't. It didn't say. I mean, you could be bundled up like Randy Parker and make it through the whole thing as much as you want to until you get that text that says, "Are you coming home?" How much longer are you going to be there? Great aunt. Oh, that's another good one. That's great aunt right? Paula just walked in the door here. Uh, we've got we a need fam- help with We've got a tables. house full of family, and you're still at the Browns game. Come on, you're you got to be text kidding right me. now. Yeah, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Somebody's why are you spilling, why are you spilling our dirty you laundry on the air? No, there's no dirty laundry. Oh, no, and that's 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 a part of it. I got to feel like we are going to have a lot of Browns fans who are going to be there for half the game and be leaving at, at halftime and be like, all right, I got to go. If it's a close game, you're not go. leaving. No way. I mean, what's, what's cheaper, the enjoyment of a football game or a divorce lawyer? <laughs> what's more important, wins or half your stuff? Depends on how much stuff you have and what stuff you have. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's a good point. The stuff matters at this point. All right, let's do this. Let's come back. We are going to talk to our good friend Nick Costos from Odyssey Sports Betting. I want to talk more about betting because, I mean, we are, what, just we're 11 days away from being legalized sports betting here in Ohio. I can't wait to talk to Nick uh, about what he has to say. So we'll get into that. We'll talk about the NFL. We'll talk about some of these odds. We'll talk about uh, basketball, too. All these things straight ahead. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.